expand your mind and enrich your world. It's time for another outstanding podcast from ICRT. I'm Nancy Sun with today's episode of Easy News. The TIEX opened down 11 points this morning from Friday's close at 17,197 on turnover of 4.2 billion NT. The market moved higher for a fifth consecutive session on Friday to reach the highest level since August 1st. The bellwether electronics sector led the market higher, but the gains were capped on the back of a lackluster performance on Wall Street on Thursday. DPP presidential candidate Lai Ching-de is set to announce that Taiwan's top envoy to the United States, Xiaobi Kim, is his running mate in January's election. According to his campaign office, an official announcement will be made today after Xiao arrives back in Taiwan. Lai's campaign office also says Xiao will then join Lai in registering her candidacy at the Central Election Commission tomorrow. Candidates for the presidential election must officially register their candidacies from today through Friday. Members of the Foundation of Medical Professionals Alliance have been rallying in Taipei, calling for a cap on the number of students being enrolled onto medical programs to avoid future excess of human power. According to the Foundation, the Ministry of Health needs to limit the number of medical practitioners and not lower the threshold for passing the National Nursing Examination. The rally was also attended by members of the Taiwan Nursing and Medical Industries Union and Taipei Doctors Union. They issued a joint statement saying the government needs to change its focus from staffing issues to tackling an uneven distribution of staff, bad working conditions, and poor working environments. In international news, Russian drones targeted the Ukrainian capital on Sunday. Russia launched 20 Iranian-made Shahed drones overnight, 15 of which were shot down by Ukrainian forces, according to Kiev's military administration spokesperson. He said the strike on the city was the second in 48 hours, and preliminary reports indicate no casualties or critical damage. Meanwhile, an orphaned Ukrainian teenager who was taken to Russia last year during the war in his country returned home on his 18th birthday. The head of the Ukrainian president's office confirmed that Bodan Yermakin arrived back in Ukraine on Sunday and thanked UNICEF and Qatari negotiators for facilitating the young man's return. Yermakin's parents died two years ago. According to a Ukrainian lawyer, he lived with a cousin who was his legal guardian before he was taken from the port city of Mariupol and placed with a foster family near Moscow. 
The lawyer had stressed that Yermakin needed to leave Russia before he turned 18 and became eligible for conscription into the army. And former First Lady of the United States Rosalind Carter has died at the age of 96. A close advisor to her husband Jimmy Carter during his term as U.S. President, Rosalind advocated for better treatment of the mentally ill. She died on Sunday at her home in the state of Georgia after living with dementia. Sally Patterson has more. The Carter Center confirmed on Sunday that Rosalind Carter had died peacefully with her family by her side. She was married to Jimmy Carter, the 39th President of the United States, for 77 years. The former president called Rosalind his equal partner in everything he ever accomplished, offering wise counsel and encouragement. Rosalind made her mark on U.S. politics, shaping the role of the modern first lady. She sat in on cabinet meetings and represented her husband on foreign trips, while championing causes such as mental health reform and the needs of the elderly. Sally Patterson, New York. And that was the ICRT news. Check in again tomorrow for our simplified version of the news, uploaded every day in the afternoon. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'm Nancy Sun. Hey there! I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to hear more from ICRT, you can check out our other podcasts. We've got Taiwan Talk, where we chat with a new guest every Monday. Taiwan This Week, a roundup of the news in Taiwan every Friday, and English in the News for useful English expressions explained in Chinese. For some lighter news in both English and Chinese, check out News Bites and News for Kids. And if you enjoy them, tell a friend. Thanks for listening.